Hi, and welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins. I hope you're having a fantastic day today. Today on Advice from a CEO, I want to talk about motivating people. So as leaders, we're constantly trying to figure out how do we motivate our employees, motivate our teams. Sometimes we do a really great job and sometimes we do, well, not such a great job. So I'd like to start off by sharing a quote from Lee Iacocca, who served as the CEO of Chrysler Corp in the 1980s. And he said, management is nothing more than motivating other people. He makes it sound so easy, right? But it's hardly easy. There is nothing easy about managing others. There's nothing easy about leading others. But Lee is correct. Great managers and great leaders have an uncanny ability to tap into the motivation of others and use persuasive communication techniques to influence winning outcomes and high performance. Unfortunately, too many leaders have no idea how to motivate their teams effectively. So where do we go wrong? Why are we well-intentioned but ineffective at doing this? So I'm gonna share my top seven mistakes that leaders make. Mistake number one, telling employees how to do their work. Many leaders believe that they'll save time if they just tell their team how to get things done. This is frustrating and demoralizing. Most employees, just like us leaders, want to be more self-directed and want to have the autonomy to make choices about their work. Great leaders motivate their teams by clearly defining success, removing roadblocks, course correcting when needed, and otherwise just getting the heck out of the way. Mistake number two, talking too much and listening too little. This is my problem. (laughs) Truly hearing people is essential and good leaders know how to ask the right questions to draw out meaningful and informative dialogue. Make your employees feel valued by asking questions such as, what do you suggest? Or I'd like to hear your opinion. What do you think? Most people will give you clues as to what motivates them if you just stop talking long enough to hear what they are trying to tell you. Mistake number three, not holding regular tag-ups. In today's world of too many meetings, it's easy to blow off weekly tag-ups with your team. Do not do this. Most people find interaction with upper management to be really motivational. Encourage your team members to come prepared with work clarifying questions, problem solving ideas, requests for information, and information that keeps you in the loop too. Mistake number four, failing to share the why. Managers who fail to share meaningful information with their teams will fail to motivate them. People wanna feel like they're in the know and important enough to be informed about what's happening within the organization and more importantly, why it's happening. Be transparent, ask for feedback, and always share the why behind actions and decisions. Mistake number five, not recognizing contributions. There's nothing doing great work and having it go unnoticed or unappreciated. Motivate your employees by recognizing their contributions. Give them a power thank you. What's a power thank you? I'm glad you asked. A power thank you, as defined by Mark Goulston, author and psychologist, has three parts. One, expression of sincere and specific thanks. Two, acknowledgement of the effort or the personal sacrifice made. Three, a statement about what it means to you personally. Expressing gratitude in this way is memorable, it's touching, and it's very motivating. Mistake number six, failing to deal with issues in the workplace. Many managers don't know how to effectively deal with conflict, performance issues, and other morale-sucking behaviors within their team. 
Failing to listen to and address these issues will turn the best performers into mediocre ones. Therefore, commit to effectively handling employee complaints. Keep the feedback loop healthy by providing regular updates on how you are addressing their concerns. Ask them to be part of the solution and give you feedback on what is and isn't working. This shows your team that the workplace problems won't fall into a black hole or get swept under a rug and that it's safe to bring up problems. Mistake number seven, not creating growth opportunities. It's hard to motivate people if they feel like they're in dead-end jobs. Give your employees opportunities to expand their skills and take on new challenges. Allow your employees to attend important meetings. Let them cross-train in other functions. Give them special projects and encourage them to participate in external seminars and courses. Ensure each team member has a career development plan that outlines their long-term goals and aligns with actions to help them get there. By avoiding these mistakes, you'll increase motivation within your team and everyone will reap the benefits. With motivated and engaged employees who contribute real value to the organization, you'll be more likely to achieve your goals and be successful. So I'll share a story with you as an example of using this in action. In February 2020, hardest time of my life, and not because of the pandemic, Stone Age experienced a ransomware encryption attack. On a cold, snowy Saturday morning, I got a call from my IT manager saying our entire IT infrastructure was shut down. I rushed to the office and I joined my IT team as we tried to figure out what was going on. After hours and hours of digging, we finally found the ransomware note, giving us instructions on how to contact the hackers to pay the ransom. I freaked out. How did this happen to us? We're just a small company in rural Colorado. I soon learned that the size and location have nothing to do with it. Later that evening, I asked 25 of my employees to come to work Sunday morning. At 8 a.m., we were sitting at the conference room table, and they looked at me with fear in their eyes. I felt their fear, too. I was scared. This was bad. I told them what we knew so far. We've been hacked, I said. We've hired a forensics and negotiating team. They, along with our IT team, will be figuring out what got lost and whether we will have to pay the ransom to get it back. This is a big deal because it's our busiest time of the year and our customers cannot feel a thing. We have to figure out a way to keep shipping product and do it in a way that doesn't wreak havoc on our system when we have to manually enter it when we're back up and running. The 25 of you have all day to figure out what we're going to do. Tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., I'm going to hold a company meeting to let everyone know what's going on and how we're going to handle this. We've got to figure this out. They went to work, and due to their commitment and genius, they came up with a system to track, pack, and ship orders manually. The next morning at 8 a.m. sharp, the company gathered around me as I told them what happened. I said, we're in uncharted waters, but we have a plan. I know that we can pull this off. All we have to do is work together, follow the process, iterate as we learn, and do everything we can to not pay the hackers. The whole company cheered. I promise you I'll share everything that happens as we go through this process. You will know what I know, and we will get through this together. And you know what? We did get through it. Our response was the most outstanding example of teamwork I have ever seen. 
standing shoulder to shoulder, we manually shipped all but four orders over four weeks. In fact, we had our biggest shipping week ever, sending over a million dollars of product out that week manually. (laughs) Our customers didn't feel a thing, and the camaraderie that was within the company was palatable. You could feel the energy as we worked together to get through the biggest crisis we had faced as a company. And I kept my promise. At the end of each day, I sent an email update, letting people know where we stood and the progress we had made. Everything I knew, they knew, and we were able to rebuild without having to pay the ransom. We celebrated wins, recognizing the incredible work of so many of our teammates. We shared the why and communicated frequently. We held regular tag ups. We let our employees develop and execute the plan, giving them control of their work. They were the ones who were going to solve this problem. We listened to their ideas. We dealt with the issues and conflicts that arose due to the stress and sheer magnitude of what we were trying to pull off. Dozens and dozens of our teammates got to expand their skills, learn new ways of working, and step into growth opportunities. I got to see peer motivation, all because we didn't fall into the seven traps I just outlined. It was inspiring and a phenomenal learning lesson. So I hope that example helps uh, put it into perspective. I've also really screwed up motivation uh, by making those seven mistakes. I I know how detrimental that they can be. Uh, So hopefully that's very helpful to you. Okay, question of the episode. The question comes from a Reflect Forward listener who asked, Carrie, what do you think are the biggest problems in leadership today? Oh my gosh, what a great question. There are so many, it's hard to choose from. But if I had to pick one, I would say it's the lack of clear and honest communication. Many of the problems we face in life, leadership and politics, all come down to how we're communicating as leaders. Leaders typically aren't transparent enough and fail to communicate with the right level of context and sense of urgency. We assume people know more than they actually do. We wanna hide mistakes and hard truths or bend the facts so that we are seen in a more favorable light. We forget that people will fill the void with their own stories in the absence of information, stories that are usually incorrect and negative. We don't lay out a clear vision and game plan so people are confused and left wondering, How do I fit into the big picture? And we fail to communicate expectation, ground rules, and we shy away from giving feedback, leaving people to wonder where they stand within the organization. In today's complex business environment, leaders have to communicate well on all levels. It takes commitment. You have to make it a priority and you have to create a structure and cadence to make it easier to keep up with it. I do not believe that a leader can over-communicate. Sure, they can fumble communication, they can say the wrong things, they can make a mess of it. I know I certainly have, but people need and want to hear from their leaders. So don't be afraid of communicating. Being transparent, being a frequent communicator will make you a better leader. All right, that is this episode of Advice from a CEO on Reflect Forward. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like this podcast, please consider liking, subscribing, rating, writing a review. Um, It's always helpful as I'm trying to find my voice in a sea of ever-growing podcasts. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next week.